At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a glorious Monday after a absolutely wild weekend in college football. And then the NFL said, I see you college football. We'll make it even crazier with games coming down to the wire. Miss kicks galore. And oh, by the way, Sean King, it's not done just yet because Russell Wilson, the man who brought a championship to the city of Seattle, returns to Seattle in his first game as a Denver Bronco. The Broncos, a six-point road favorite with a total of 44. Not a bad way, Sean, to wrap up week number one of the NFL season. Yeah, I'd agree, but I'm not ready to get current yet. I wore my Kansas Jayhawk kind of quasi-colors today because Rock Chop Jayhawk. You listen to primetime. Someone gave you Kansas outright. Way to go. Big fan of their head coach, Coach Lippo, and uh, they went to Morgantown and got it done versus a West Virginia team that I thought might just be overlooking them after having that backyard brawl the week before. You also got Pittsburgh, who actually won outright. Team that I like to win the AFC North. They did have significant injuries, Tim, so with this blessing, all Weighs the curse somewhere in the background. So it looks like J.J. Watt's going to be out extended period, potentially depending on what the MRI says for the year. Najee Harris left the game, did not return. What was his di- ankle? Ankle injury. So some issues injury-wise moving forward. But Pittsburgh dominated that game. Don't let the last 
two minutes of the fourth quarter in the overtime trick you into thinking that since he should have won, Pittsburgh dominated the first three and a half quarters of that. Yeah, it's a four-quarter game, and they should have lost, but they didn't. So uh, congrats to uh, the Steelers for getting it done. And uh, By the way, that was a bogus call. When they sacked Burrow, and it was about to be fourth and forever from about the 50, and they called, like, holding on Pittsburgh all the way on the other side of the field. I mean, that that's... The refs definitely did not do the Steelers any favors in the fourth quarter of that game. Well, uh, you were alluding to some of your plays from over the weekend. Just the good ones. Yeah, just the good ones. It's a, You're very selective uh, on your – Well, when you pick. give out a 13-point – a 13-and-a-half-point dog as the as, and you tell outright yeah. and he wins, I mean, I feel like I should be able to peacock a little bit about that. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Give I mean, Pittsburgh cow- was, what, the second biggest underdog? I think in the weekend when that game closed at six and a half, I think. You know, it's it's funny. You're Seven, maybe. Selective, selective hearing is is a is a trait of yours. Uh, your your partner, who you did gave no credit to, gave out. I the, was getting to you. Gave out the Giants. I was getting they to you. They won outright. I was getting to. Were you? you? I can I peacock first. <laughs> Gee, why wouldn't you? Because that's just what you do. I may not hit a pick. By the way, I may not hit an underdog <laughs> pick the rest of the year. Can I enjoy that we started out? The college football season by giving you guys a two-touchdown dog that won outright. Can I bask in the glow of my success, please? Go for it. Thank you. Okay, I'm finished now. <laughs> or you could say, you know, it was, it was great. On Tuesday when we did our over, you know, our letdown look-ahead spots, you know, my partner picked out five games, and one intrigued me. So I went with that Kansas team. Why can't you just be happy for me? Why can't you give me credit? I, you didn't give me a chance. I came never, in. What? We're in the first 15 minutes of the show. <laughs> I'm trying to peacock, pat myself on the back. Of course. You already did that. You tweeted out to your 21,000 Twitter followers. Hey, if you listen to primetime, I give out Kansas. This is for the other million, too, that don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> By the way, at Real Sean King, it's a glorious time, especially on the weekends. <sighs> I actually got a divorce this weekend, too. Yeah, y'all. I know. Yeah, I, you, I told you, Carson you, Wentz, no thanks. You Even had, though he you had, had two of them. statistically a really good game I told Carson Wentz no thanks I officially resigned as the head of his uh, fan club not because I've given up on Carson it's just bad for your stress level on Sunday I told you that yeah like like I don't want to have to advocate for him in a room full of people that can actually see what's transpiring on the television like his interception the second one was just the Trayvon Walker guy I have no Uh idea who's throwing the ball to yeah, that's your guy. Yeah. That was your guy. I'm still on the Commanders. I, I told I'm you. Just, I just resigned from CEO of the Wentz fan club. I didn't, I'm not off his wagon. I'm just no longer leading it. Well, and what I said all along, calmly, unlike you, you know, going all nuts there, I, I said the Commanders are a better football team, the Cowboys were a fade, and the Eagles will win the division. That's where my thought process was all along. And uh, I feel good after. Well, I tell you this: if the Eagles don't get that defense fixed, that Eagles to win the division thing could be real shaky. They made the Lions look like the '99 Rams. They were up by 21. Yeah, they won by three and had to convert. Hey, what was it? Fourth down, or the Lions were going to get the ball back with a chance to tie. Oh, okay. Or so we're going to play that game. game. Do you want no, to talk about your Commanders and squad? Right, right. I know you play, home? but I'm simply speaking on the Eagles' defense. I agree. Yeah, not being able to hold the lead Damn. against. What no one views as a, a, a high-powered top of, a half of the NFL offense. Well, and what the— Missing two offensive linemen, too. What the Lions are going to do is give you backdoor covers because that's what they did all last year. So. I do have a question, big picture, right quick. Mm-hmm. Will the Cowboys be a favorite in the next six weeks until that comes back? 
Uh, Does they, it really matter who they're, they're playing? They're a touchdown underdog right now. I mean, the Lions put up 35. The Texans tied the Colts. I mean, the Jags put up 20-plus. Cowboys scored three with Dak. They will. All right. So, right now, you look at the remaining schedule, and we can get into bettable and forgettable right now with Dak Prescott's injury. Injured right thumb, expected to have surgery, uh, will be out until late October, early November. So, Sean, let's look at that schedule. It's the Bengals this weekend at home. They're a seven-point underdog right now against the Bengals. They're on the road at the Giants, who just beat the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, shout-out to Brian Dable. The aggressiveness worked out, went for two, got the win. They win 21-20. to A little fortune there with a missed kick. Um, someone may have given out plus five-and-a-half on this show. No big deal. Uh, and then they have the Commanders at home. I would imagine there'll be a dog there at the Rams, at the Eagles. I would say the earliest they could be a favorite, depending on if they go out and make a move for a quarterback, is Detroit Week 7 at home. No, no, they're not going to be favorite over the Lions. I'm just saying. Not without, no. I, you know, I actually was so distraught that that got hurt because the Cowboys are going to be an auto-fade. Now with Cooper Rush, you're just not going to get a lot of value in these lines. And more injuries. High, high ankle sprain for, are, for are Connor McGovern. Fire. Uh, J. Ron Curse sprained MCL in his left knee. So uh, it was not a, not a great night for the Dallas Cowboys. And then Dak Prescott gets hurt. So, uh, Sean, right now, line sitting at seven against the Cincinnati Bengals. It's not like uh, road favorites were working out all that well this weekend outside of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Is this something you'd be looking to ride with the Absolutely. Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I'll bet, it. I'll bet it right now. Yeah, I faded the Bengals largely because they didn't play in the preseason. But by the end of that game, you could see they were clicking. Like they had it figured out. I do think Tyler Boyd left the game with injury, though. It'd be interesting what his status is, but I still like Cincy. The Dallas is going to be the worst offensive team from a yardage and point production standpoint in the NFL for the next five, six weeks. It's without question. They have no legitimate down-the-field threats on the edges. Um, Cooper Rush doesn't have the arm talent to really push the ball down the field. The major, major departures and injuries on an offensive line, so they can't line up and just say we're going to play, you know, run the football down your throat football. I mean, how do they score? I mean, unless they can find a way. And, and the one little kid returning the kicks, he figured out that the XFL – in the NFL, the kick coverage is slightly different. Like, he was bringing the ball out from 10 yards deep like he was high school or something. I don't see how Dallas scores a lot of points. I, I really don't. So, I, I do think Cincy covers that number. Yeah, not a uh, not a pretty Sunday night football performance, uh, but the Buccaneers do get it done, winning 19-3 to over the Dallas Cowboys, uh, despite not scoring a touchdown in the first half. All right, Sean, a team that you uh, are riding with to win the AFC North, that would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. An impressive overtime win. Tried to give it away. Uh, not really sure why Cincinnati didn't decide to challenge the Jamar Chase almost touchdown. They get their extra point blocked after scoring on the last play of overtime or last play of regulation. Miss a field goal. But the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, get a victory, 23-20 to uh, over the Cincinnati Bengals. But T.J. Watt feared to have a torn pectoral. Uh, we will see he's getting a second and third option, so that's still up in the air. And then Najee Harris uh, looks like he tweaked a previous Liz Frank injury, so a foot injury for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Sean, bettable or forgettable, the Pittsburgh Steelers to win the division still and next week right now a 
one-point underdog at home to the New England Patriots. Yeah, this, this is bettable for me, but in a forgettable way. Like, it, it really hurts because, Tim, I was right and everyone else was wrong about the Steelers. I mean, I was so right. And you're talking about a guy. This is his sack totals since 2018. 13, 14 and a half, 15, 22 and a half last year. Had one already in the opener yesterday versus Joe Burrow. So it's not like we're losing, like, you know, a rotational player. Like, this is a significant loss. Mm-hmm. And Najee Harris in that run game didn't look great with him fully healthy. If something's wrong with that ankle, he'll be even less effective. So, yeah, yeah, this is bettable, but in a forgettable way. I, I think until the Steelers show that they're going to allow Trubisky to really push the ball down the field and utilize their weapons on offense, this is – I think Pittsburgh's in trouble the next couple of weeks, which pains me to say. Because like I was right and everyone else was wrong about the Steelers. They proved that in week one. Outright upset in Cincinnati. Oh, the team I had to win the division won by 50. They played the Jets. Okay. The, the, Chicago, with, the with, Chicago Bears, who were with, thought to be the worst. With the 62-year-old version of Joe Flacco at quarterback. So they played the Jets. Did, did the 49ers win in Chicago? Yeah, but I told you that was a dangerous game. Trey okay. Lance on did, the road. I told you that did, was a ter- uh, dangerous game. Did New Orleans cover against Atlanta? They won. Did they cover? They won. Did they cover? They won. Okay, I just you didn't answer my question. They right. won. I said I was going to fade the Falcons and Jets in Survivor, mm. not against the spread. And so far, I'm two and zero. Did, did the Ravens win and cover? They won. Survivor does not have a point spread. It has we're, a we're winner a, and a loser. We're a sports betting network. I put context on my opinion. It is VEASAN primetime, brought by BetMGM. Brian Erlacher, the Hall of Famer, joins us next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. It must be must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Sean King, 
I am Tim Murray. Monday Night Football about two hours away in Seattle, where it is the Seahawks and the Denver Broncos. The Broncos a six-point favorite with a total of 44. Every Monday throughout the football season, we will have the Hall of Famer, Brian Erlacher, join us. And Brian, I just want to bring something up. So last Friday night, we're doing our picks, and somebody on this desk said UCF lay in the six is a good bet, and another buddy said New Mexico catching 17 wearing those cherry lids was a good bet. Uh, one of us didn't lose money. The other lost money. I didn't bet with Boise State. You bet with UCF. Oh, but they weren't playing New Mexico. Yeah, but you told you told me New Mexico hey, man, listen, had no shot. Man, we have a Hall of Fame guest. I'm not gonna let Who you went peacock to New Mexico? because a team that was down 31 to seven scored a meaningless touchdown to push. All, all. Wait, wait, wait. Who scored a meaningless touchdown to push? New the Mexico. Local? They were down 31-7. Your alma mater, and with about six minutes left in the fourth, they scored to make it 31-14 to get the push. They lost 30. They lost 31-17. No, it was 14. They got the push. Either way, they won. They, they covered it. They didn't, they didn't lose me money. The team that he bet on Friday lost him money. Listen, I'm not going to oh, let you pick me and Brian yeah, against I, I each other. I think I've been on UCF that game, too, actually. <laughs> All I, good teams win, Brian. Great teams cover. When you get a chance, go and look at Tulane. 2-0 two and oh in the win-loss column, 2-0 and oh in the cover column. How about Bama? Yeah, it's a rough, rough game. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they won, obviously. But it's, just, those, it's, it's been hard to pick this season. I don't like betting games early in the season because it's hard. It it is. It's no doubt. It's it's pretty challenging. And I want to get to the team that you obviously played your career with, the Chicago Whew. Bears, Brian, because everybody just believed that this would be a a really bad team this year. Had have no really options of uh, of of method to victory. And you know, a lot of people here at where we sit at the Circa Sportsbook put the Forty ers in in uh, in the Survivor contest, and were pretty upset. So. Looking at your former team, the Bears, and getting it done in the rain, uh, what did you take away from that performance at Soldier Field yesterday? Well, that's why they play the games, right? Because you just never know until you get out there and play. I didn't watch the game. I, I, didn't, I don't really get that many of their games. Um, I know the weather was terrible. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of surprised at um, how Trey Lance played, honestly. I, I, I expected more from him. I saw some of the highlights, and I just kind of expected more from him. Uh, the uh, Niners defense didn't didn't really make that many plays. Um, you know, what, what ball you should be, you should get takeaways with a wet ball, but the, the, other, the bears, uh, credit, they made plays when they had to, in those second half, they came out there and I think they scored 19 points and just shut them down. They played great and got the win for their head coach. It's pretty awesome. You know, and we have Brian Erlacher here, uh, doing his weekly spot here on primetime. Brian, this is a hard game for me to gauge moving forward because the bears performance is definitely not repeatable. I mean, they only had 204 yards of total offense, you're not going to win many games in that league with, with that amount of production. But the second half, they did seem to gain confidence. Just speak from your experiences. Can a team that's young, that nobody thought was going to have any success, when they taste success, can they use that to maybe, you know, get a little streak going? You know, sometimes, you know, if you don't know you're a bad team, then you aren't really a bad team. I agree with you. Yeah, a thousand percent. I mean, you don't know – all you know is who's on your schedule. You know, I mean, when you start playing well, I think it's contagious. And you don't, I mean, you know, as a former player, you don't hear what those outside people say about you. And they don't, they're all speculating anyway, especially in week one. You don't know what you have. And the, the bottom line to me is they found a way to win the game. It may not have been pretty. Uh, I'll take a, an ugly ass win all day long over a pretty <laughs> loss. You know, you, you sign me up for those ugly wins all season long. 
over those, you know, oh, we scored 41 and gave up, you know, 200 yards offense, but we lost. Those aren't good. That's not a good thing. So I'll take the ugly wins all day long. I'm sure most of those players on that team will as well. Uh, Brian, Dominique Robinson. I know you didn't watch the game, um, but the Bears had two sacks. He had one and a half of them. Is this a breakout candidate for this year? How much do you know about the Bears' young What position does Dominic Robinson play? <laughs> Defensive end. <laughs> okay, that's how much I know about the Bears. I don't really follow them, and we don't get much coverage down here in Arizona, so I don't really know their players or their roster. But, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like the, the Niners are historically pretty good up front. The last few years, they're really good up front. So if you have one and a half of sacks against them, especially Trey Lance, a quarterback, you must have played pretty well. So I, I would say just going off of that and looking at their opponent, he must be doing something right. He's a pretty good football player. All right, going to your backyard then, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, this offseason, most of the conversation was about uh, Kyler Murray, contract, no contract. He gets it, and they put you know things in it that, that kind of are embarrassing. So after week one, I know they had some injuries and suspensions. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins wasn't there. Zach Ertz didn't play. But was this Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are that good? Or is this going to be a long season for a Cardinals team that normally under Cliff Kingsbury gets off to a really fast start? Yeah, I don't know how many players they had suspended on defense for the Cardinals or how many players they had out. I don't think it would. I mean, Patrick Mahomes torched them. That offense was unbelievable. You know, five touchdowns. But he's, you know, he does what he does. He's him. You know, I, it's never surprising to see the numbers that Mahomes puts up. But offensively, you know, there are some, I, you know, they always, you local news always uh, dissects the game for you just in case you don't know what happened. They can tell you exactly what happened and why the, why the team lost and didn't play well. So they were showing a few plays where Kyler could have checked out of this cause, because the media knows exactly what play they're in, you know, so they know the checks, right? All right. Wrong. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know how the checks. I mean, I, I don't, I, I mean, Kyler didn't play bad to my to what I understand, it, good numbers were good, but I mean, you just run into the to a team like the, the Chiefs' first game of the year, and you're kind of shorthanded on offense. It's going to be tough to beat them. We're talking once again to Hall of Famer Brian Erlacher. All right, Brian, I know you played your entire career for Chicago, uh, but try to put yourself in Russell Wilson's shoes, returning to the place he won a Super Bowl. He'll eventually go into Canton, likely as a Seahawk. You know, what do you expect tonight? from Russell Wilson and his Denver Broncos. Is there a six-point favorite on the road in Seattle? Yeah, that's, I mean, Russell's good. They got good uh, skill players there in Denver as well. I think Jerry Judy, uh, they got a couple good receivers there. Should be able to throw the ball. The, the thing I worry about is the quarterback for Seattle, Geno. You still mm-hmm. know what, uh, what's going to happen with Geno. If we were talking about the spread there, by the way. Yep. Uh, Russell's a pro. You know, he's been doing it for a long time. Uh, he'll be familiar with that stadium. Different locker room, obviously, but – it's going to be different because that he understands how how loud that crowd can be when he when he's playing for the Seahawks. They're so loud. when you're on trying to make checks out on that field as a an opposing quarterback, he, he's probably not experiencing like that before the the loudness he's going to experience tonight. So that'll be different for him. But I mean, he's a pro. He's one of the best in the NFL. I, I assume he'll go out there and play well, and they will uh, hopefully win by seven. Uh, Brian, from a, from an injury standpoint, T.J. Watt, the all everything defensive end from oh, the uh, yeah, Steelers. Man. Looks like it's reported it's a pec tear. What can you yeah. tell us about that injury? Is it probably going to be the season, or is that something that could potentially heal in four to six weeks and he'd be able to return? So I think the big thing is if he has to get surgery or not. You know, with a, with a pec tear, I would think, you know, years past when we played, Sean, it was, it was, it was season. It was biceps, uh, to any of those muscles that tore like that, 
it was season ending because it was surgery. And now they, they may have advanced a little bit. I heard someone saying that maybe four to six weeks if he doesn't get surgery. If he gets surgery, maybe week 16, 17. But it sucks, man. I, I'm a big fan of TJ Watt. That dude gets after the quarterback. He plays the game the way it's supposed to be played. But I, for me, I, I would assume it's going to be, you know, three, four months before he's back. It's just because I think it needs to be surgery. The way he plays, he needs to be fully healthy. He can't play on a partially torn, you know, uh, pectoral muscle. Yeah, that is uh, – we are waiting to see. I know he's getting a couple uh, different opinions. They're talking to Brian Urlacher. Uh, speaking of injuries, it was a it was a tough day all around. And then you watch on Sunday Night Football, Brian, uh, a, a thumb to the helmet by Dak Prescott. So he's going to be sidelined now six to eight weeks as he's going to have surgery on that thumb. We got about a minute. You know, from what you saw last night, you know, with that Cowboys offense with Dak Prescott, now insert Cooper Rush, do you give this Cowboys much of a shot to – survive the season while Dak is sidelined? First of all, Dallas is my team. I grew up a Cowboys fan, still am. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Dak, but even when Dak was in there, they didn't do anything. They didn't move it. You know, that defense for Tampa was getting after him. It seems like they, the receivers were getting no separation. You know, Zeke had some nice runs. Um, Pollard had some good runs, but there just wasn't any explosive plays. You know, you used to seeing that from the Cowboys with CeeDee Lamb, um, Cooper, when he was there, Michael Gallup, when he was there, or now when he was healthy, I should say, just there was none of that yesterday. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a long season offensive. The defense showed up; they played pretty well, but they just they couldn't move the ball. It was uh, it was tough to watch because I'm so used to Dallas moving the ball and, and getting yards at least. He is Brian Erlacher, the Hall of Great Famer, going to join man. us Thanks throughout the season. Me. And uh, Brian, Thanks we appreciate it. Congrats on that Bears win yesterday. Yeah, it was a big win for them. Take care, guys. There he is, Brian Erlacher, the Hall of Famer. And his Chicago Bears getting a 19 to 10 victory. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. What's up with the San Francisco 49ers? We'll examine that nine-point loss yesterday in Chicago next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap on the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24-7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN prime time and a lot of injuries yesterday that we're going to get to, Sean. But I do want to hit on something in a team that you had a lot of questions about. Um, I bet them to win the division. Still have a chance because the division that they play in seems to be as wide open as as anything, uh, you know, depending on what happens on Monday Night Football. But last uh, yesterday afternoon, the 49ers fell to the Chicago Bears, uh, gave up nine, 19 points in the second half, still were, you know, outgained them, plus 127. 
when you look at that performance and the rain that was falling down there, does it make you extremely concerned? Do you try to throw it away? What do you take away from the Bears and 49ers performance yesterday? Well, let's start with the favorite. Uh, I don't think you panic. Again, I've said I don't think this is ever going to work, not because I don't think Trey Lance is talented, but I think the rest of the 49ers roster is Super Bowl caliber. So very difficult for a young quarterback to develop under those kind of expectations. Uh, I think the one thing that's going to happen this year, and I hope it doesn't, I hope I'm wrong, Trey Lance, because of his inexperience throwing the ball, utilizes his athleticism, but in a very uncontrollable way, meaning there's a lot of contact that happens from the first quarter to the fourth quarter on Trey Lance that if he had a little more experience, he wouldn't have to endure. So I just think it's going to be difficult for to physically hold up under that kind of pounding. So I do anticipate it sometime, you know, just through wear and tear, we will see Jimmy Garoppolo in as the starting quarterback in San Francisco. I think that's the best option for them this year. Uh, but again, I don't think I'm not, I'm not definitely not, saying I don't think Trey Lance can become a good player. I'm just saying it'll be very difficult under these circumstances to develop. Yeah, and, and one thing, you know, and I, we talk about this um, in both the pro and the NFL, you know, look inside the box score. Look, I think everyone who watched that game, and if you saw the pregame, I went right to my app and I saw the pregame puddles, and I said, let's play the under on this yeah. one. Even though it came down, I think it closed 38, 38 and a half, something like that. put it at 21. <laughs> You'd have taken it. It wouldn't have hit, but, I mean, that's what that's the game true. looked like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the 49ers outgained the Bears by 127 yards. And they had a ton of penalties, 12 penalties in the game. They lost the turnover battle, had the ball for, you know, almost seven more minutes. So I wouldn't panic if I'm the 49ers. Congrats to the Bears. It's a nice win. You know, those guys heard it all offseason that they stunk and they had no chance of winning. They go out as a home touchdown underdog and win in the rain, you know, slipping and sliding after the game. It looked like a hell of a lot of fun. I wouldn't panic yet with the 49ers, but I do think what you've pointed out for since the day he got drafted by the San Francisco 49ers, is Trey Lance ready yet? I think that is some serious concerns, and that leads us to a bettable forgettable here, Sean, which is this 49ers team, they were expected to utilize Eli Mitchell a whole hell of a lot yesterday, and he is now going to be sidelined for about two weeks uh, as he is dealing with a knee injury. So he's expected to miss, uh, excuse me, about two months, I beg your pardon, so, bettable or forgettable moving forward that Eli Mitchell is expected to be out, I think the latest report, Sean, says up to two months with this knee injury. I think this is bettable, especially from a player prop standpoint. Now, Jeff Wilson will probably be the starting quarterback, I mean running back moving forward, but Debo Samuel, now a position that he seemed to not want to be as involved with, you know, if we go by what we heard during his negotiations this offseason, we'll have to go back to playing a lot more running back than I think he would desire. But, you know, that's just kind of where San Francisco is. Raheem Mostert now being in Miami, they don't have as much depth at that position as uh, they anticipated. So from a player prop standpoint, I think Debo Samuel's rushing props, you know, going over now become significant. Also, I think Brandon Ayuk, especially if George Kittles is going to miss extended time with Debo being at running back more, Brandon Ayuk should now be more valuable and get more targets as a pass catcher. And I'd be curious, and I'd have to reach out to folks out in the uh, San Francisco area, but uh, the rookie out of LSU, they spent a third-round pick on Davis Price. Uh, he was inactive yesterday, but is he a guy 
that is ready to step in. It will be Jeff Wilson for sure. And to your point, I'm sure they'll utilize Debo Samuel more and more. But I wonder if Davis Price is a guy that they look to at some point during this two-month stretch to carry that load because we know how the Shanahan run scheme has always worked. It really doesn't matter you know, where you're drafted. I remember in 2012, Alfred Morris, a six-round pick, was, uh, was a stud in his rookie campaign. Well, they hit on Eli Mitchell. His only deal, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. They obviously missed on Trey Sermon, who I think they spent Already a released. third, was it a third-round pick? So, yeah. They released uh, in this year's cuts. You could see a situation where Trey Sermon comes back. In my experience as a player and coach in that league, if a rookie running back like Davis Price is inactive early, it's because, one, he's not involved on the special teams, which isn't a good sign. Two, he either has fumbled, or three, he cannot pick up the – pass protections for third down. So it's generally one of those three things unless there's some kind of injury that we don't know about because running back is a position where if those guys are multidimensional, they can help cover kicks, they can help on the kick return units, they can be a specialist, you know, on the offensive side if they're a third down back or if they're a goal line specialist. So the fact that he was inactive is not a plus for Davis Price, at least early in this season, being able to contribute you know, legitimately for this 49ers offense. All right, sticking with injuries, a lot of injuries, unfortunately, coming out of week one. Uh, Sean, bettable or forgettable, now the odds-on favorite to win the NFC East. The Philadelphia Eagles have lost Derek Barnett for the season as he tore his ACL. The edge rusher uh, is done for the year now. So moving forward, you look at a defense that did go out and get Hassan Reddick, who... Had a tackle for a loss yesterday. He's supposed to, you know, add to the depth of uh, of of pass rushing there on Philadelphia. But Barnett now out for the season with that torn ACL. Bettable or forgettable that the Eagles will be without one of their edge rushers moving forward? Uh, to me, this is bettable. You know, I think the over is going to be a prominent play in these Eagles games. You're talking about a defense that allowed the Detroit Lions yesterday almost 400 yards of total offense. They only got one sack on Jared Goff, who's not mobile by any standards, and they allowed the Lions to convert nine of 13 third downs. So even with Barnett, that defense had some significant deficiencies, it looks, in week one. Now you take one of their starting defensive linemen out of the equation as well. I think the over is something that you should look at with Philly moving forward because I think that's how they're going to have to win games. Yeah. Uh, Offense looked pretty good. Um, Slow start, and they got to rolling. And you know what? They, are they ru- and they they're ask you really this, talented. That's what they are. I don't know if they're efficient offensively. Like, there were some things that I would have liked to see better, Tim. But they're really talented. Like, when Miles Sanders gets the ball, he looks talented. When A.J. Brown got it, he looks talented. Dallas Goddard is talented. When Jalen Hurts, he's not going to sit back there and throw it from the pocket all over the field. But he's so dangerous, you know, when he moves around. And, you know, Devontae Smith didn't even have a catch yesterday. And they put up 38. A.J. Brown in his Eagles debut, 10 catches, 155 yards. Is it worry, Does is it worrisome at all that Jalen Hurts had to run the ball 17 times? Though, no, yesterday? because I just think right now that's how they're going to win games. You know, I always feel like if you take a Lamar Jackson and you tell him, okay, we're not going to incorporate any QB run game, then you're really limiting your offense. If you take a Buffalo Bills and you say we're not going to – incorporate any Josh Allen run game. Like, that's a big part of who they are. So, you know, Jalen Hurts is trying to get to that level when he has that kind of skill set. So I think you have to take advantage of it all because it may be a run that boosts his confidence. So you don't want to limit him 
you know, from doing something that, that he's exceptional at. And he, unlike Trey Lance, understands how to run the football and not always end up with this vicious contact. All right, final one. Uh, the injury bug continues for, you mentioned Lamar Jackson just a moment ago, Baltimore Ravens. Kyle Fuller out for the season, torn ACL for the Ravens. Remember last year, uh, they were just ravaged with injuries, including Marcus Peters going down. Lamar Jackson obviously went down uh, at the end of last season. So, Sean, bettable or forgettable, the loss of Kyle Fuller for the season with a torn ACL? It's bettable because the Cheetahs come into town next week, baby. They go from playing a JV team in the Jets to a very varsity-looking Miami Dolphins who uh, – had a pretty convincing victory over Bill Belichick and the Patriots in week one. So, to me, this is bettable. Uh, Ravens need all the corners you can get when you're trying to cover Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Well, there you go. A little pro tip there on uh, what to expect with the loss of Kyle Fuller. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Mike Pritchard joins us next right here on VEASAN Prime Time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard, and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown scorer prop bet on every Monday Night Pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then... Wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issue. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside 
Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We are an hour and a half away from kickoff out in Seattle with the Denver Broncos taking on the Seattle Seahawks with the return of Russell Wilson. Your latest line has the Denver Broncos a six-point favorite, a total of 44 and a gentleman who knows a thing or two about the Seattle Seahawks, and that 12th man is our next guest, VSIN NFL insider Mike Pritchard joins us right now. Pritch, we appreciate it as always. Uh, your former team hosting uh, one of their legends, Russell Wilson, tonight. So you look at that spread, you start to see a little money coming in back on the Seahawks. What kind of game do you anticipate Pete Carroll to call to try to to keep this close with the return of Russell Wilson. Tim, Sean, great to be with you, man. This is a Pritchard Bowl. I played for both these teams. Uh, so That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Pete Carroll is interesting, man. He is, I played against him when he was a coach for the Jets, and uh, he's an interesting cat. You know, he uh, creates a certain culture uh, in terms of competition, fighting for your job each and every week, uh, and he lays it out that way. And so he's got a group of players uh, that know that, uh, and certainly ready to compete, too. I mean, I, I think he's got a lot of athleticism on the defense side of the ball, but I think they're going to try to make things confusing for Russell. This is the first time that Russell Wilson will be on the field with his new group, his new uh, players, his new teammates, uh, and that 12th, the 12th, they're going to be loud. And, and, and certainly, if you're Pete Carroll in that defense, you're going to use that to your advantage. So disguise and looks, move it around on defense, making Denver communicate, making Denver adjust. I think that's what they're going to see all night tonight. Uh, Mike, talk to me about familiarity. How big of an mm-hmm. advantage, or is the advantage not for Russell? It's for Seattle. Both very familiar with each other. He's heard all of the Seahawks' calls. He knows their tendencies. But the Seahawks, vice versa, know all of his. Who do you think has the advantage, Russell Wilson or Seattle defense? You know, it's interesting because I, I, I want to throw that to you as a quarterback, uh, Sean, because, I mean, Russell's got so much stuff to go over, uh, whether it's calling the play and then certainly surveying the defense and whatever calls are on the other side. I don't know if he's going to hear them uh, because of how loud it's going to be up there, uh, but he's got to communicate to his teammates too on what to do and make sure everybody's in the right way. Maybe, maybe making sure everybody's alert uh, to whatever situation they need to be alert for. Uh, but that's going to be tough. I mean, I, I think once the game kicks off, you're locked in on your assignments I don't know if he's going to be able to try to tip off anything, maybe some hand signals. You know, I'm sure Seattle's going to change that up. But I think from a familiarity standpoint, we knew as receivers and and certainly quarterbacks that uh, if people were in tune with our audibles, in tune with what we wanted to do and what we wanted to adjust with, we would have dummy calls. You know, we would go that way or or silent or, or hand signals and just change them up. So I don't know if that's going to happen to play out in this game. Uh, I think Russell's going to have his hands full with a lot of other stuff, in particular emotions, uh, when it comes to this football game. We have Mike Pritchard, uh, VEASAN, NFL lead analyst here on Primetime. Who benefits more? Because I think they're both talented and they're both mm-hmm. getting an upgrade at quarterback. But when the 2022 season is over, which one will have emerged and catapulted up the hierarchy of wide receivers in this league? Are you buying, based on what you've seen, Cortland Sutton making the biggest improvement or Jerry Judy? Well, I think it's going to be Jerry Judy. I, you know, Jerry Judy, uh, and I said this when he came out, uh, he was one of the better prospects I've seen in a long time uh, from a complete route running standpoint, quickness, in and out, creating separation, even hands, uh, Sean. 
but he hasn't lived up to those kind of expectations. Uh, you know, Cortland Sutton, uh, I've watched him play. I watched him develop when I was out in Denver. He's a 50-50 guy. Uh, I think he's up against it with Tariq uh, Woolen, uh, the speedster, 6'4 himself. So uh, we'll see that matchup out there. I, I know he's going to be a one-on-one with Cortland at times. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, but no, Jerry Judy has to emerge uh, as a top flight receiver in this league. Uh, I think that's necessary for Denver to reach their goals. And ultimately, their goals when you trade for Russell Wilson is ultimately to get to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, Jerry Judy needs to step up big time uh, this year. Talking once again to Mike Pritchard, former Bronco, uh, joining us right here uh, on the show and former Seahawk, as he mentioned. It's the Pritch Bowl tonight with it the Lions sitting at six uh, in favor of the road Denver Broncos. One final thought on this game, Pritch. I'm curious, you know, as a as a former wide receiver, is the loss of Tim Patrick underrated right now? I, I just feel like people aren't talking about it enough because, look, the weapons are still there, as you guys talked about, with Sutton, Judy, and Hamler. But Patrick did – it felt like he was a consistent force there. Uh, how big of a loss is it for the Broncos to be without Tim Patrick? I think it's huge. Uh, Tim Patrick was emerging as uh, a mismatch uh, for the Denver Broncos, a favorable one. Uh, in other words, you know, if you're Russell Wilson, you got Cortland. Okay, he's going to take the number one corner. Uh, Jerry Judy emerging as an, a solid number two. And then you had a Tim Patrick that, okay, nobody's going to match up with him uh, because you're going to match up with your nickel guy. You're going to match up with your, your third corner. That's a mismatch, right? And uh, him going down, I, I think, is going to be huge. K.J. Hamler is a speedster but he's dealing with hamstrings. And once you mess with hamstrings, they, they linger. Uh, I played with a lot of guys that they just couldn't get over that hamstring situation. We'll see how long he can last this year. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think Tim Patrick was another taller receiver too, which helps with catch radius for a quarterback. And uh, you feel confident about throwing the ball anywhere in that vicinity too. So, yeah, Tim Patrick going down. I, I think it's underrated, Tim. I think you're on to something right there. So as we try and find player props, Mike, you look across the league, and I mean, Stephon Diggs, big game, mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. I mean, these guys, A.J. Brown. I mean, they basically, anybody that just got paid, I mean, right. their team was like, okay, this is why. Except one omission, Mike Williams and the Chargers. He only mm -hmm. had, I think, three targets, only two catches. Keenan Allen got injured, still didn't really see an uptick. Uh, do you have any information on what's going on with the Chargers? Do you think they try and rectify this next week and get Mike Williams more involved? Yeah, they're going to have to. You know, he did get paid, uh, and I think he could have a spectacular year. I think the Chargers and Justin Herbert took what the Raiders were giving them. Uh, I mean, uh, the Raiders was interesting with the game plan that they had against the Chargers. I mean, you talked about familiarity a minute ago right there. And the Chargers defense took away Hunter Renfro. Uh, and if you look at it, you know, it's like the Raiders defense took away Mike Williams. Uh, but other guys stepped up. You know, you had this Palmer kid. You had this tight end, uh, Gerald Everett, that stepped up. And you had Carter, a, a slot receiver. DeAndre Carter stepped up. And that, that's the beauty of Justin Herbert, though. I mean, he, he reads the defense. He gets the ball to the right players. And they made enough plays to get that W. So, but, yeah, Mike Williams is definitely going to be, be a big part uh, of what the Chargers want to do until their success level. And when they go up against Kansas City, they're going to need him in a big way. Pritch, uh, over your career uh, throughout the NFL, uh, you had 422 receptions. Of your 422 receptions, were you ever as wide open as Justin Jefferson was on that second touchdown he had against the Packers yesterday? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I tell you what. You know what, Tim? 
they could choke you back in my day, man. So <laughs> there was no such thing as getting that wide open unless they broke down. But, yeah, they can't choke guys. They can't even touch guys nowadays. That's why you have a franchise receiver. I'm not mad at him either. I mean, you think about Justin Jefferson, man. I, I love his game. Uh, and then if you're Devontae Adams, you're getting 17 targets. I mean, my goodness, that's more than a running back these days. They're getting carries. So, uh, yeah, I, I love the freedom that these guys are operating with. Uh, it just makes the league that much more exciting, guys. 17 out of 37. He threw the ball 37 times. It's almost like they went to college together. They Adams. knew each other. They mentioned <laughs> right. that a couple of times. Hey, Pritch, we got about 30 seconds. Um, kind of open-ended question, but biggest takeaway uh, from, uh, from Sunday? Uh, turnovers, big time. Um, Dallas Cowboys, big regression. Yeah. Uh, because of the, uh, they couldn't even operate. They couldn't even function as an offense out there. They didn't even get to the red zone, guys. And uh, I think continuity was big when you think about the, the front runners, Buffalo uh, and Kansas City. It's going to be hard to catch up with those two teams in AFC right now. And Pritch, who wins the Pritch Bowl? And is it uh, a cover for the home team? I think they might cover, guys. I think they're going to get inside it, uh, that number right there. It's dropped a little bit. Might be too late to chase it, though. There he is, Mike Pritchett. He'll be joining us great every stuff, Mike. Monday to preview Monday Night Football. Pritch, we appreciate it. Right on, fellas. Have a great night. Stormy Bonatoni. He will join us in studio next right here on Vsin Prime Time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort, journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.